0: Before we get started with today's Hustlers Healthy Hacks episode, we want you all to know that the topics, opinions, and views we discuss in this episode are from our own personal experiences and shared with you for entertainment purposes only. If you are wanting medical advice about your health, lifestyle choices, or mental wellbeing, please seek this from a qualified medical practitioner first. This episode of The Healthy Hustlers is proudly brought to you by Neon, the go-to marketplace for models, social media influencers, and celebrities to connect with brands. Hello, hustlers, and happy Tuesday. Like every good Tuesday, I'm joined by my girl power, Tegan Martin. Tegan, how are you? <laughs> good. How are you, Mads? I'm very good. Can you believe we're in summer and it's freezing here in Melbourne?
1: Oh. We uh, we haven't really got this weather thing down pat. We tried to take Georgia for a walk last week. It was a forty degree day, and she was Hashtag screaming the whole way. Mum fail. And, yeah, it was like a new mum who. Probably doesn't have much of an idea. Plus, uh, not even mum. No jokes. She does. But like, seriously, we were like halfway out, and we're like, "Oh my god, why are we taking a newborn for a walk on a forty-degree
0: day?" It was fine. She was fine. She was home safe. Not not long after. But like, it's just hilarious. It was. It was. And now we're back to like nineteen and now rain we can't and go in for jumpers. A walk. Like, it's what's ridiculous. doing Melbourne? But I did want to say something to you. Can you? <laughs> actually believe that we are in the last month of the whole entire year? Well, Mads, I'm just going to bring in something even bigger for you.
1: We're actually in the last year of the decade.
0: Oh my goodness. That is seriously you so scary you to think. Did you know that? Did think about that? Well, I guess I knew it, but I haven't really put a lot of emphasis on thinking about it. But
1: No, well, I decade have...
0: schmeckade, like what does it
1: even mean? But no, that's the thing. It does mean something and we've achieved a lot in the last decade. So let's talk about it. Yeah, and I think
0: the reason I I haven't thought about it as a whole decade, but I have thought a lot about 2020 because mm. I've got this really intrinsic belief that 2020 is going to be a freaking amazing year. Mm, I don't know why. I I just feel like it's big numbers. Mm. It holds this big energy for me. So I'm really, really excited. And that's why I'm excited for this episode.
1: I feel like whenever I have a feeling it's going to be a good or bad year, it actually happens. Oh, totally agree. I'm like, can I just think it's a good year and believe it's a good year every Every year? year. Or is there actually sometimes where you're like, "Mm, I just don't know if this is going to be my year. Like, I don't know. No, I totally agree. That you have those feelings. My best friend and I have alternatives. Oh, like, she's like. Someone has a good yeah, year and yeah. someone has a bad year. Not necessarily bad, but maybe just a bit of a nothing year. Yes. And then the other one has like this really crazy breakthrough. Like, it, it's always, you know, alternate. But. I think reflecting on the past decade and what you have achieved and what you're really proud of is so important. I mean, we spoke about this before the episode and you were like, let's talk about what we've achieved in the last decade. And I was like, no, that kind of freaks me out. And then I was like, actually, nah. And you were like, Teags, I built a career changed careers, had a baby, like there is so many things mm-hmm. that you've done in the past decade that are so positive you're a
0: completely different person. Absolutely. And, and so I, am just, I. I think it's so important to reflect on all the things you've achieved because it does put you in a really positive mindset mm. as well to embark on a new year. It kind of creates that feeling that you know you can achieve whatever you put your mind to because you've already achieved so much. Sometimes if we're just reflecting on a 12 month period, like you said, we can have off years or years Mm. where things just haven't flowed as well, or you've put too many eggs in one basket and it it hasn't come to life really. Mm. So I think reflecting, you know, this is a perfect time if we're ever going to reflect on a decade, now is the time to do it. You're sure as eggs to have some sort of positives in the last decades, guys, let's
1: pinpoint them and let's feel great grateful for them. And that's like really sit with those happy thoughts because the more happy thoughts we can produce, the more great things are going to happen in 2020. Just don't forget to be grateful, whatever you do.
0: Yes. So I think this episode is a perfect time to have a really fun and a quick episode really on celebrating the past, you know, 2019 and also really getting fresh and clear intentions for 2020. So
1: since we're all dandy and positive, I'm just going to like throw a black bomb in here and say we've also probably had some hard moments in the past year, potentially in the past decade, some really, really hard moments and maybe crossed paths with some people that haven't necessarily been the most positive influences on us or brought us much happiness at all, perhaps we're still harboring resentment or jealousy or anger or grief that we need to let go of to go into the next decade with mm-hmm. a clean slate. So what, what are some ways that we can, we can kind of let go of the past
0: and, and start fresh with the new? Absolutely. I think this is a great one because I know there's a particular thing that I'm holding on to a lot that's taking a lot of my energy. And I know in our last episode, we spoke about where we're placing our energy and this particular thing, I don't want to go into it too much because it is a personal thing, but it's not necessarily that I'm looking in that person's lane, but they are taking up airtime in my mind and I'm feeling negative emotions towards them so I feel like I need to write them a letter Mm. which was actually a recommendation that you gave me (laughs) that I was like holy crap I need to do that but I'm going to write this person a letter that's obviously never going to go to them but I'm going to write them a letter (laughs) and then I'm going to rip it up and throw it in the bin and I'm going to be gone with that (laughs) and it's going to have a frog in it (laughs) I'm going to be gone with that feeling so that I can enter 2020 feeling really fresh and fabulous. I
1: love that. I did that this year with something um, that was really bogging me down. This person needed to just kind of leave my life and my, you know, headspace Thoughts, yeah. altogether. Um, And so I wrote them a letter and I ripped it up. Um, I didn't want to like do the whole like spiritual fire dance burn it thing. But if if that that floats your boat, then go right ahead. I just didn't want to get caught out in my reserve land of my mum's house. Dancing around with a flaming piece of paper. But, (laughs) yeah,
0: look, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big one on the setting it on fire, but whatever tickles your fancy. If you're a pyromaniac, then go
1: forward with it. So,
0: yeah, we do really want you guys to, you know, create that space and spend that time. If it's in a sunny spot in your house, Mm -hmm. um, if it's down the beach, if it's, you know, whatever allows you that time to really reflect, reflect on the things that you've achieved in the past decade, and then move on to writing a letter to someone or something that is holding way too much space so that you can let go of that old. Perhaps I can help you figure out who
1: that might be. It could be an ex-lover, someone that is getting airtime in your mind that's not serving you anymore, an ex-boss, you know, someone in your family that you may have had to Pull away from, from. Yeah. Um, a friend, mm-hmm. a friend of a friend, a fellow employee. There's so many people, like sh- most of us have someone that hasn't necessarily been the best for our positive yeah. mindset. I
0: also think on that, Teagues, is it could be a situation. I know for me mm. personally, there's been times where I maybe haven't acted the way I would have liked in a mm. situation or I haven't given it enough to someone. And it really has played on my mind. Mm. And I think that we can often reflect back to those situations and it kind of eats away at you a little bit. Totally. So I think going back as well and and Writing a letter or – To a traumatic event. Yeah, an event or a situation that's taken Mm, place. mm. So it doesn't even necessarily have to be a person.
1: Totally. There are some things that have happened to you that just eat you alive and forever make you feel like – Crap about yourself yeah. or, or crap about the people around you that may have also been affected by that situation. You know, let's use a very basic example. You know, you were in a car crash or a car accident with a friend and someone got hurt or potentially someone died. That's a very extreme example, but that causes some serious trauma mm-hmm. in your life. And there are many other events that aren't so severe that cause some serious I guess you would say a mini form of PTSD. Yes. So write a letter to it. Take yourself back to the moment, mm-hmm. sit in the anger, sit in the grief, sit in the sadness, and then once you've had that moment, you may you may even burst out in tears. I bursted out in tears when I wrote mine because it was a, something that was really hard mm. for me. And then, you know, once I'd ripped it up or, you know, lit it on fire – then it was out
0: of my mind for good and i think that's a key thing is feeling those feelings and that goes to as well when you are reflecting on what you've achieved like Feel the feel, like how Mm. did you feel when you achieved that goal or when Mm. you bought that house or when you got engaged to the man of your dreams, like, or you got your first pet? How did you feel? Like go back to that feeling Mm. and bottle it up before Mm. you write your goals for 2020 because they're the feelings that we want to be having all the time.
1: Absolutely. And we want
0: to be associating those feelings with the goals and intentions that we're setting for next year.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like channeling different energy and different feelings in order to create or to manifest if you haven't sat for long enough in that thing that was negative and traumatic it's probably still lingering in your subconscious somewhere Absolutely. i mean i'm we're not psychologists but i know for me if i haven't actually sat with something that is upsetting me and cried and let it all out it's kind of still playing out in my world mm-hmm. on the contrary to that if it's positive And you can channel that positive energy and bottle it up. This goes back to something I've said in another episode. If you're going through something crappy, channel something that makes you feel grateful. Mm. As you said, bottle it up and then you can pull on it when you need it. You cannot feel upset or angry and gratefulness at the same time. It's physically impossible. Mm -hmm. So next time you're having that moment or you're going through something hard, channel the positive energy or the gratefulness, list three things that you're grateful for and watch how you shift immediately
0: into a happier state. Yes, absolutely. Amen to that, I say. There's one for 2020 for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. But you know, I think a very common thing is obviously goal setting. We all yeah. know and love and talk about goal setting, but for you and I personally, we actually have different ways of doing this. So Embarking on 2020, I thought it was kind of important to talk about how we both do that differently. Mm. I know I touched on mine a little bit in last week's episode um, in energy about when I'm trying to get back into alignment and be mm. really authentic. I go back to my goals. So for me, setting goals is very much about you know being in a place where I feel really calm, really grounded, and really me. Mm. And I try to dig really deep as to what I want to do, what's going to light me up. But I don't necessarily sit on my goals. I kind of have these few things that I'd love to achieve that are achievable. One might be how many downloads I want the show to get or how much money I want to be making or more. Um, A dream guest I want I want to land because I just find they're really good benchmarks for your year to be able to celebrate. Oh, that was one of my goals I wanted to achieve. And I achieved it in March or, you know, I know the downloads that I wanted to get for this year for the show, I literally achieved in April and it's already got double that again. Mm. So, you know, that actually gave me a lot of confidence Mm. in April that I was on the right path and, you know, that I was doing the right things. So I think don't, sit in them too much during that year but just have them as a little point of call I guess that you can go back Mm. and reflect on. Mm. I did I had a similar one for
1: 2019 that was related to more my financials and I placed a number because I wanted to have a clear goal in mind for my finances but I also didn't want to put a a block on Mm. Only achieving that and not believing that I could achieve more than that. I wanted my goal to be realistic Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, generally to set a goal, you look at your last year and you sort of do, you, you know, increase it, but you make it realistic. But I also tried to ensure that I didn't have a subconscious block On going even bigger and better than that. And in in turn, I
0: actually completely burst my goal out of the water. And that's so important is not putting a lid on your goals Mm. or your success. Like believe so much that they can be bigger than you can ever imagine.
1: Maybe even writing, this is my 2020 goal And this is my 2020 dream. Like this is something that seems completely unrealistic and almost like a a fantasy. But, you know,
0: you just never know. Absolutely. Or even putting at the end of your goals, I always put – but not limited to. Love it. So it's almost telling the universe like this is something, yeah, it's actually so lawyer terms, isn't it? (laughs) I think it's something I used to work writing contracts back in the day. But Mm. it is a trigger of like, okay, I would love to earn this. I'd be really proud of myself for doing this. Mm. But it's absolutely not limited to that. I love that. We'll be right back with the rest of this episode after this healthy break. Neon is the go-to marketplace for models, social media influencers and celebrities to connect with brands. If you're wanting to take your social media to the next level, then Neon has the answers for you. Now offering bespoke social management packages for all social media platforms, they will run your social media platforms for you creating digital and communication strategy, as well as scheduling and posting on platforms. They'll create brand-specific content each week and engage in influencer marketing campaigns and brands that align with your target market. With their fingers on the social media pulse and a team of elite models and influencers, Neon is able to create professional and unique content to be used across platforms, to promote your brand in a meaningful and authentic way. As a proud sponsor of today's episode, Neon are kindly offering our fellow hustlers 20% off their social management services. All you need to do is use the code NEON20 and email an inquiry to info at neonmodelmanagement.com.
1: When it comes to goal setting, we all need to apply ourselves in different ways. Some people are visual. Some people need to write their goals. Some people need to speak their goals out loud. And I've got two ways that particularly resonate with me. One is creating a vision board, which we'll talk about in a second. And the second one is to talk to one of my girlfriends that is a self-development junkie like myself. Um, clearly we are talking about the, our 2020 goals already. Most people are like, oh I'm just God. trying to figure out how drunk I get <laughs> on New Year's Eve. <laughs> but one of those people for me is UMads. We always have really empowering conversations around where we're headed and we also keep each other fairly accountable. Mm, absolutely. Big shout out to Amy Warner, who's a school friend of mine, who is someone that I feel really inspired by. We sit down for you know, four hours and I think we've done this kind of around Christmas every year because that's when I go back to Newcastle to see my family and I just leave our chats feeling completely inspired by her and her perspective of where I'm headed. She is someone for me who can really articulate what I've done from her perspective and also help me identify where I want to go with it the following year and that's because she's one of those freakishly organized people that knows exactly you know how to break things down and whatnot and and so that for me is just a a really powerful way if you've got someone that can look at your life from an outside perspective Mm -hmm. especially if they've got a business mind
0: that can be so effective and I think the key to that person as well is someone who wholeheartedly believes in you and who can you know because it puts you then in a positive mindset of truly believing you can achieve that because mm. someone so close to you believes in you. Absolutely.
1: Yep. I- so
0: I do want to touch on the vision board one though, because mm. I know there's a lot of people that have potentially never created a vision board or are interested in creating a vision board, but I'm like you teeks, I'm a very visual person. So I love seeing like the pretty pictures and words and things that really excite me. Mm. So how do you set a vision board? So there are two ways you can grab a piece of cardboard from
1: the news agents and some mags and just cut wild. It's letters, it's words, it's colors, it's, you know, pictures of houses that may be a goal of yours, a picture of a family. If you want to have a family, just go crazy, put some inspi- music on that inspires you and just mm-hmm. go nuts. If you are someone that wants to have your vision board up in your office or up in your house throughout the year, I do recommend, I think Kiki Case will probably have one similar to last year because they were a really popular. Christmas gift. Yeah, I bought one for myself and a friend and they were these big white framed vision boards that were, you could pin things on them oh, um, awesome. and you know, they had really cute little black, white or clear pins as well. So you could yeah. make it look really visually appealing and then put it up in your office. And yes. it's just like a piece of artwork. That's your piece of
0: artwork that truly emulates everything you want for your next year. And I think that's the thing with a vision board is it allows you to be so comfortable with what you want, that when you actually get there, mm. you're in alignment. You feel like this is exactly where I'm meant to be because you have seen it in the pictures, you've become so comfortable with that's what you want. Mm-hmm. I actually got told, I don't know where I found this from I heard this from, but our mind doesn't actually know the difference between – past, present, Mm. and future. So visualising those things and believing it so much makes our mind actually think that we're there right now. So it's not scary when we actually get there. I love tricking my mind. And literally, (laughs) that's what vision boards are almost doing is it's like Mm. tricking our mind. Mm. Love it, love it. So...
1: I feel like we should now talk about some key kind of journaling prompts that we may use uh, and that our hustlers can use for 2020 because writing is is often another form of inspiration and, and getting creative for me, for you and probably for a lot of our hustlers. A lot of our hustlers by now probably also own a journal and if you don't, maybe it's time to introduce one in 2020 I've got some various sources that I pull from. Kiki K is a great one. I've already mentioned yeah, you her. Kiki, Kiki, um, yeah. But there's, you know, some also some really great Instagrams that have some kind of questions that you can use to journal and ask yourself or get clear on what it is that you With want there. and how you're going to get there. So let's let's run through
0: some of those. Okay, Teagues. Well, the first goal is pretty common, I guess, Mm -hmm. but I think this one we need to really dig deep on. So Mm. your first journaling question may be, my top goal for 2020 is? So write that down now. Write that down in your journal and then make this your main goal. So what is the main thing that you want to achieve in 2020? Is it a new job, a more positive friendship circle? Is it buying a house or is it Getting on top of your anxiety. That's a good one. These things can be something that's really bogged you down Mm. in 2019 that you want to change. Put that as your main goal. Mm. If it needs to be simple, because that's
1: something that's been affecting your life, consuming you, then then make it simple. You know, we don't
0: need to have buying a house as our 2020 goal. And the thing is, once we get on top of these things that have bogged us down, if it's an ex-relationship or, you know, feelings of anxiety or being stuck in a bit of a rut. Like I hear so many people say, I just feel like I'm stuck in a rut. Mm, Make that nine your Nine five goal. jobs will do that to you, not Yeah, they? <laughs> to not get, not be stuck in that rut. Yeah. And the rest will actually flow and fall into place. It's amazing what happens when you allow that space. Slow and effective change. We always talk about
1: it here on The Hustlers. The next thing that we're going to write in our journal is what am I going to to need to do or change from this previous year to achieve my goal. Oh,
0: so, I like that.
1: Yeah. So think about places that your energy may have been wasted in 2019. Think about the things that took you further away from your goal. Yeah. Distractions, maybe, or mm. bad habits, or procrastination has been a big oh, one for me. Procrastination. I am like is the most so hustle bad. person. And then I just go into this weird phase for like three days
0: sometimes where I just procrastinate. In every form. Do you know what I think the problem is for you and I is because we work for ourselves. Our deadlines are sometimes (laughs) yeah non-existent. And I know for me when I look at back and I think why do I now procrastinate so much? Mm. Some days like I know what I want to achieve, but I'll sit there and it's because I don't have a set timeline. Like I don't have anyone to hand it into or approve it. It's hard. It's really hard. And sometimes I have like obviously we all have our lists of things we need to get done, and for
1: some reason there's a certain points on my list that I just don't want to do. And they're not even things that are really that like hard or things that they're actually really easy to do once I finally get to them. Like one thing for me was buying a good friend of mine flowers because I wanted to congratulate her on something. And I actually really wanted to do it. But for some reason, the thought of like finding the one that I wanted and putting
0: my card details, like it was just, I just kept procrastinating on it. So silly. (laughs) It's so funny, the things I procrastinate on. <laughs> no, the list they're is They're like endless. the easiest Seriously. things sometimes. I know. And then you tick them off and you're like, oh, why didn't I just do that two weeks ago when I thought about it? Absolutely. So another one is, how many hours will I need to dedicate to this goal? So I think for that is like, it's almost about breaking down your goals further, especially mm-hmm. if you've got a really ballsy goal. Or something like getting over your anxiety, like break that down Mm. and think, is it every single day I need to practice self-care to be able to overcome that? Or if it's buying a house, do it more around like how much money you need to save Mm. each week to be able to get to that goal by your desired timeline. how much research you need to put
1: into the market every day or every week. You know, sometimes setting aside a full day is needed Mm -hmm. if it's a new business or if it's, you know, a collaboration you may need to kind of speak to your boss or yeah. quit your job and and do something else that will free up that day to be able to finally get mem- some momentum happening yes. for that
0: goal that you've probably had the last few years. It's um something that I do each year is I like to declutter the house before okay. the end, like before the start of a new year, love because that. we always go away for a couple of weeks over Christmas. So I love just coming back to a fresh environment where everything's cl- clean and clear. But I need to set that day in my cl- calendar. Mm. Like I literally put it in my calendar. It's a week before Christmas. It's the same Friday every year. I've set it in my calendar. This year, obviously, I've got Georgia, so I've already locked my mum into babysit that God, day. You're freaking me out. And I've put <laughs> well, that. To- no, so but I won't enough. do it if I if I don't set that time. So I think. <laughs> and you if mean- you don't do this, setting- also don't feel too bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think you know setting those reminders. Yeah. Like I know I'm not someone that's going to keep on top of that all year. So for me, yep. it's like I've got that one day. I start the year fresh. fresh and the rest is
1: what it is. She throws everything out and her husband comes home and goes, why have you thrown our entire life out? (laughs) Basically. (laughs) So once we've kind of approached our goal and we've listed how much time we need and broken down that goal, we then need to look at some of our roadblocks. So what obstacles will we face around this goal? It could be a partner who doesn't necessarily want you to do it who thinks that going and making your 9 to 5 you know daily income is more important than your side hustle it could be your boss who simply won't allow you the time to do anything outside of thinking about their freaking company perhaps you need to have a conversation with your boss and say i just want to let you know that I am starting a side hustle or I am wanting to play sport on Tuesday and Thursdays now. So once I hit 5.30pm on a Tuesday and Thursday, I'm no longer going to be contactable Mm. and you know, I'm only going to be able to give you nine to five moving forward.
0: Seriously, Teeks, I've written so much of this advice down for myself because <laughs> I'm going to make sure I implement it over the next few weeks. But guys, we really want you to have the best 2020 ever and we're here to support you. So we hope you've got so much out of this episode.
1: Yes. And please send us a DM or email if you've got any other ways that we could embark on a really positive, empowered 2020. Love you, Hustlers. See you next
0: week. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on the podcast app. If you'd like to suggest a topic, we'd love to hear from you via Instagram at The Healthy Hustlers or via the website thehealthyhustlers.com. If you'd like to stay up to date with all things hustle, Please follow at Tegan.martin and at the healthy hustlers on Instagram. See you all next week.